Hey, it's Tony Bruschi. When you're not enjoying the ghost stories here on this show, be sure to check out our true crime podcast called True Crime Today. Search it wherever you download podcasts. Myself, Carol Hughes, Stacey Cole, all discuss the latest in many true crime stories, dark, disturbing, and sometimes just plain crazy. Check it out. True Crime Today. Search and press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Here's a preview of one of this week's episodes of True Crime Today. True Crime Today. In the order of see something, say something, how about the guy that's walking down the road with filed down teeth? Yes. To look like, I don't know, a monster, essentially. And then he eats someone's throat. That might be, you know, called to say something. Lock your doors and hide your children. Welcome to the program. Be sure to press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. You don't miss any episodes of True Crime Today. You also get uh, access when you become a supporter of ours through Apple Podcast. Uh, you can try it for three days free. Get all the episodes commercial free, the archive commercial free, uh, True Crime Daily Briefs commercial free, and you also get access to the other programs that we produce under the umbrella of True Crime Today. One of them right now uh, is called uh, the University of Idaho Murders Podcast or killed for what we're taking a real in-depth look at the case really focusing on facts not a lot of you know well we read this online or there i mean we talk about things a little but we don't you know point fingers uh it's just a very very compelling case that we're following along with uh in real time you get access to that uh, as well uh ad free when you sign up uh on apple Podcasts at true crime today tony and stacy cole with you on today's episode of the program what's going on well, just before we hit the record button, you had just um, mentioned to me about that that story on Netflix, and yeah. I am I'm just enthralled. I do you want to talk about it now, or have yeah. I have I opened up the jar? No, I want to. It's called. I just started watching it, but I get the concept after seeing it for like ten minutes. It's called "Don't Pick Up the Phone." It's like trending, like I don't know, as of this recording, like number seven on Netflix. Great one to watch with the family. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Over the holidays. <laughs> so everyone can have different opinions and go, oh, my God, aren't people stupid? And then somebody's like, people aren't stupid. That's not a Christian thing to say. And, you know, you can really, really get uh, your family up in a tizzy over something that's people are non, stupid. non-political. People are idiots. Um, mm-hmm. And in this, this, the plot of this, basically, it's a real story. It's a documentary series. Around 04, somebody was prank calling fast food restaurants. And that goes beyond a prank. Uh, but what they got people to do just because they said that they were a police officer on the phone is utterly horrifying and shocking. They called police, they called fast food restaurants, uh, ended up talking to a manager saying they were uh, the police and that there was an accusation of uh, someone stealing something from someone and likely the, the culprit was so-and-so who works there and that they, uh, the police are going to come and they're going to start investigating this. But you could do us a favor, you know, while we're on the way so they don't get away with this. Um, if you take them back into the office, we can walk you through doing a strip search. Oh, my God. So you have all oh these managers, God. you have all these fast food employees taking their fellow employees into the back rooms of McDonald's and all of that. And... Listening on the phone is the guy's like, okay, take their blouse off and look around there. And they literally walk and they do 
And it's sometimes it's a woman, sometimes it's a man, sometimes. And then it goes as far, and this is what really got me, because it's fucking insane. Okay, have them do some jumping jacks. Have what? Them, have them wiggle around a little bit so something in case something falls out. Hmm. Then what is that? What was this guy getting out of this? Because at that time, know. back in what 2004, yeah, we didn't have the, the capability to do you know FaceTime or anything like that, so he's not seeing this, correct? No, no, not at all. Um, oh my god, it, it's I don't know, just the, the, the shock value of realizing how dumb people are and what you can get people to do just by suggesting it. I don't know. I mean, I did prank calls on the air back uh, in those days. Mine were around like 98, 99. Mm-hmm. And I did never did anything like this. But there were. No, yours, yours were were fucked up yeah. in a shock value, yeah. but nothing where it was traumatizing another human being. It no. was just, I would just say, fake scenarios. I would say the craziest one that I'd done, or the, the craziest thing I got somebody to do while on a prank phone call. And this really spoke a lot to me because it really said, holy shit, this is amazing that people are willing to do this from someone they don't even know on the phone, especially the character I played. So this one I did years ago, uh, I was, I guess probably like 16 or 17 when I did this phone call. Um, and I, uh, I called a mattress store and I pretended I was a porn director. I oh, called God. myself, Jay Steele. And this is Jay Steele. We're a we're a production company over here and we're looking to uh to pick up some mattresses. We are we're doing a shoot in town. I need to really make sure we got the right the right firmness of the mattress. It's like, "Oh. Oh, okay." I said, "Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's an adult film. I'm just going to be completely frank with you." And uh so I just I I I'm I'm coming to town. I don't have a lot of time to shop. I'm wondering if I can do some shopping on the phone here because again, there wasn't online shopping at the time. And right. um I'm wondering, can can I ask you, sir? I know this may sound a bit much, but could I ask you? Because I can, I know a mattress like no other with what I do. <laughs> and the guy's like, "Oh yeah, I bet so." Can, can I ask you to to? He's on a corded phone. Can I ask you to go onto the mattress, like stand on the mattress, and could you, could you just kind of like jump lightly on it for me, so I can hold the phone down, so I can hear the springs? Oh my God, Tony! <laughs> the guy does. And you can hear he does it. he's in the showroom of the mattress store doing this. And I said, okay, that's it. I need you to jump a little bit more, a little bit, a little bit higher, a little bit faster. Uh, do that. And he does it. And you hear the springs. He's like, and you can hear the bed move. I'm like, okay, that's, he's like, some of the customers are looking at me. I'm like, that's okay. We're going to make a good, we're going to make your day. We're going to make a big sale here for you, buddy. And, oh my God. and I said, okay, just one more thing I need to know. Uh, because I need some context for what we're going to be filming. Can you make some noises while you're jumping on the mattress? You know, make like you a, didn't. like a, uh, uh, I got to find this tape. I have it somewhere. And uh, he does. He and does. He's making sex noises, jumping on a mattress, <laughs> thinking he's talking to a porn director that's going to come buy a bunch of mattresses from him. Now, and, now in all, all reality, you could have cost this guy his job, but you didn't. Okay, he got pranked. No big deal. Yeah, but but here's one more point to it, though. And this was this was the kicker of the story. At the very end of the call, I said, "Okay, great. I think we're going to eat. And he told me which one that was. It's like it's the Beauty Rest 7000 or whatever the fuck it was called. And I'm like, you know, this may be uh, a little bit forward, 
but uh, we do we did have a cancellation. One of our men uh, is out with uh, with the flu right now. Would you possibly be interested in uh, in performing in some of our uh, some of our productions? Oh my god! And the reaction I got was, oh, oh, oh my god! Uh, no one's ever. Asked. Oh wait, no, they have. <gasps> he was about what? to say, no one's ever asked me before. Then he corrects himself and says, oh wait, no, they have. <laughs> oh my god! What city was this in? Can I, you say? I don't. Well, I would always call like way the hell out of state. And okay, so you weren't even like you weren't doing the mattress store. No, three miles from the studio. I would usually call out of state or into Canada, okay, uh, to do it. And I mean, it's probably illegal, but I it was hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah, I guarantee it was illegal. Yeah. You know, you're you were probably you were recording somebody without their permission, which isn't legal either. But you know, well, it depends on the state. Some years ago, yeah, it depends on the state, and there was no, uh, there was no streaming audio. There was no. It was, you weren't going to get caught. Right. Basically. I did eventually post some of them online. Not this one. I was, I looked them up today of like what I found because I, I dug them up out of the archive like 10 years ago and put a few of them online. Um, but I, I, for whatever reason, didn't grab that one. Uh, so I was going to play it back today if I could find it, but I, I, I'm going through boxes right now. I'm packing up my house for a move. Uh, I'll find it eventually, but yeah, it's, uh, it was it was a very interesting example of what people are willing to do over the phone and it's an it's a it's an observation of it's it's scary and sad but it's also a, also an observation on how honest uh, you know honest and willing people are there to to help so in one way it's good people are very willing to help uh, another stranger that they don't know until that stranger is having them do crazy shit um, but even then, they're still so willing to help that sometimes they'll end up doing things that are inappropriate without even realizing it. Now, how the fuck you realize you don't realize that asking a 17 year old to strip at McDonald's and to jump up and down and shake her boobs in the air is not yeah. wrong. I don't know. I don't know if somebody thought they had like, well, the law says I can do it because it turns out there is no there was no police that were doing this. The police got called in because they realized it was fake. So. It's yeah, that's it's shocking. It is shocking. Another one I did years ago was uh, no one was doing anything or asking anybody to do anything. But what people would believe it was called Chet Jameson, the bowling psychic. And uh, people would uh, call in and, and Chet would uh, bowl. Uh, they, they Someone would ask a question like, you know, is my father uh, happy with me, you know, on the other side for what I've, you know, for my new marriage or whatever. Oh God! And I'd roll the ball, make the sound effects of the bowling pins and all that. And based on how the pins aligned themselves, <laughs> is what the message was. <laughs> so, Chet's like, "Oh, I got a. Looks like we got the seven pin, the eight pin, the ten pin. Oh, that's a good combination there. I like that. Yeah, but, you guys are gonna be fine. Yeah. But I would always say the crazier shit. I'd, I'd go down the road of like, you know what? And you'd start normal. Like, you know what? I feel, I feel your father is very happy for you right now. In fact, I, I even, I sense he might be shedding a tear uh, on the other side. He's so happy. Wait, wait a second. I see that tear. Oh, this is, this is not, a, this is a full blown uh, panic attack. No, 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 no. This, this man is all wrong for you. This, have you looked into his criminal history? And they're like, no, I've only been, no. you know, we've been together for seven months. Well, 
dearie dearie, you got something uh, something to find. Hang on, hang on one second. Yeah, nachos. I had the nachos down here, honey. There ain't no jalapenos on there. I want some extra. Thank you. Okay, sorry about that. Sorry about that. So anyway, going back to the man. Another thing you may not understand is this man you have may not be as much of a man as you think he is. Check the birth certificate. <laughs> you just do all sorts of oh shit. Oh my like that. god. And people would be like, Oh my god, really? <laughs> oh, I you better find some of these. I hope you've got them on tape somewhere. I, do. I know where the box is. But uh and, but I mean at that with those I would tell at the end, like this is complete bullshit. I don't want somebody to like go ruin their life over a bowling well, psychic. Exactly. But watch I'll, no, I'll get a call someday going, I listened to the bowling psychic and it ruined my life. You destroyed me. I can never bowl again. Like, well, if you listen to the bowling psychic, I think it's not necessarily me that has the problem. <laughs> God, but, no shit. But you weren't having people, you know, doing strip searches no, and no. jumping up and down, hoping paraphernalia falls out of your hoo-ha, you know? No, I just had the mattress guy jumping up and down on the mattress, making sex noises to know if I would well, want to buy that mattress for the production of Lexi. Oh. And, the, and I even, oh my God, I remember the name I did too. Because I said, you know, the film we have coming up that he was considering being in, like it's called Lexi and the Lesbian Quintuplets. <laughs> this guy's like, oh, oh. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I know people that would watch that. Well, this guy was ready to help star in it. I mean, it's uh, just because the phone rang. So anyway, it's an interesting movie. Uh, don't pick up the phone. It's, hor- it's, it's horrifying at the same time of what people are capable of. Uh, well, and but, poor yeah. McDonald's, did, did you read, or you probably know about this, but McDonald's ended up having to pay. They had to settle to one of the gals, $6.1 yeah. million. Not surprised at all. I mean, and, and how the, I, I, that when these sort of things happen and someone has to pay out, that always ends up going then into the fine print of future employment agreements. So I'd love to find what part of the employment agreement references this part uh, of hold harmless. <laughs> Okay, yeah, we're going to move you into management, but here's the thing. You cannot take people in the back room and strip search them and make them do jumping jacks. You have to sign right here that you'll never do that, okay? Yeah, and like that'd be a weird, like what, and you always know, well, this happens somewhere along the line if this isn't here. God. So. I just, you know, what if you and I have talked a lot about some really fucked up managers that we've had Mm -hmm. in radio, but I just, how many times do you need to have a meeting with somebody where you go, this job ain't worth what you're asking me to fucking do? And, you know, I understand at McDonald's, you're probably going to be dealing with younger kids. So they're not as as well versed in, oh, bullshit. This isn't how the real world, excuse me, real world works. But, you know, at what point do you go, fuck you? I'm not taking my clothes off so you can look for, what, a dollar? What I'm wondering is this happened in 04. Would the same thing still be able to happen today? We have. No, a, they'd be recording it. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I honestly feel like we have a society and this is a, a good thing. I believe that is a lot more hesitant and a lot more questioning of things than we mm-hmm. did back then. And it's a dramatic shift in, you know, 10, 15 years. But I, I feel like it would be a lot more difficult to, to pull that one off today than it was in 04. Well, and I, I, think, I think, you know, I first hope. of all, 
they would, the person who is being asked to have their clothes taken off, they'd probably start filming. They, they'd log on to TikTok and go watch this shit. Yeah. I mean, so I don't think the manager would get away with it. I would hope not. I mean, it really probably does depend on the individual and, you know, their level of experience in the world. Uh, you know, cause there's a lot of, one of the people on the show was like, you know, I was always brought up to never question authority. If an adult told right. you to do something, you did it no matter what, no questions asked, you know, which was always a dumb thing to say to children to begin with, because it yep. ends up putting the, these kids into danger and then predators know, Oh, these kids were brought up like this. Um, yeah. You don't just blindly follow authority. That's understand what you're following. And if you agree with it, okay. If not, no, but when you're a kid, you have to do kind of blindly follow it when it's your parents and stuff, because well, hopefully they're leading you on the right path and they're your parent and they're in charge. But it also then, then used to branch off to, you know, any aunt and uncle and then anybody's friend's parents and anyone in, in existence. And even if they didn't know the parents of the friend, listen to them. They're the adult. They're the adult. And it turns out, yeah. you know, it's like they're fucking kids or something. But one well, and if we've covered on this show. Uh, just because you're an adult doesn't mean you know what the fuck you're doing. Oh, God, no. Mm-mm. No, but that's how a lot of us are brought up. So I don't I know. I agree. I can see how it was, uh, you know, to some it would be, I'm sure the, the horror, I, I, I honestly, I feel bad for the manager that was dumb enough to think this was a good idea, as I do the, obviously the, the victim or the person who had this happen to them. Because in most cases, from what it looks like in here, none of them were like predator type people. They really thought they were doing what they were supposed to be doing because authority told them to. And that's, and that's, that's what's sad. It's it's that whole jump on the bandwagon kind of a a concept in psychology that, well, this is what I'm being told to do. I need to do it. And that's, you know, radio taught me to question authority (laughs) and (laughs) to, you know, right or wrong. When I see a manager do something, I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. I have no problem questioning it to the point where I probably am going to lose a job real soon here. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it just keeps going. But I'm going. so sick no. of dumb people. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, and and people would, they, I mean, I'm sure all of us who've been in the workforce for any period of time have stories of this, no matter what line of work you're in. There's always people out there that are trying to take advantage of people. And yeah. I mean, it, it is the world and that's, and that's where, you know, teaching your kids at a younger age, you know, it's, you do have to question things. Not everybody with authority is correct, but a lot of times you feel stuck in a job. It's your only source of income. What else are you going to do? Yeah. You got to stick or you know, and it's like, well, this would be homeless. So, you know, people stick around with things and are willing to do things that maybe they otherwise wouldn't be if they were more in a financially secure position, but because of the age, because of life, they weren't at that moment. So anyway, it's fun. Yeah. Up. And that, you know, you, you bring up a good point. That reminds me, I should check my email and see if I've been fired. I, I confronted a manager yesterday. Ooh. <laughs> and how did no, that I've, go? Not, I don't think it's going to go well. Yeah. Um. So they want us to bid for our schedules. Bid. Have you ever heard of that? No. Yeah, I haven't either. It's, I, I work for a veterinary company and I, I work in a call center basically is what it comes down to. And I never thought I'd end up in a call center, but here I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I thought being a, a certified vet tech would, would elevate me somehow that I could do a, a few more things in this call center. No, I'm just a, I'm just a call bitch. That's all I do is I answer calls. And so they want us to bid for our schedules 
And it's based on how fast you answer your calls, like you're ranked. And then you get to choose what, what shifts you take. And I'm like, fuck this. This isn't the Hunger Games. And when I when I put Hunger Games, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to lose my job. What? So what are you bidding with? Like, what is the bid? Like, what's, what, I'm what's... bidding against my fellow co-workers. What's the certain... collateral, though? Like, what is the collateral that's being put up? Our in schedules, our, our times. Like so, what, what schedule are we going to work? Are we going to work at 7am or are we going to work at noon? So that we're bidding against each other. Of like, who has the better time to work? Yep. Yep. And ours. So, so basically they're, they're dangling our livelihood in front of us. It's the hunger games. And I'm like, I'm not going to play. This is not the squid game. I'm not playing. Wow. No, I've never heard of yeah. that. I don't know if that's yeah, normal I haven't or not. Either. And I have another job that I just absolutely love and adore. And this other job is going to, if I can't have a set schedule, yeah. I'm going to end up losing the other job and I'm not losing the other job. Sure. So they can go fuck themselves. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's but, yeah, it's, it's that whole, you know, are you going to fight with authority? Are you going to take on authority? Um, yeah, I'm raising my hand. I am going to take on authority. I think this is really cruel that you're pitting employees against each other to to get a better schedule. <laughs> Just, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm always, amazed. I haven't worked in the workforce in 10 years other God than, I mean, I, cause I work for myself. So I, I'm in the workforce, yeah. but I'm self-employed and I'm employing other people, but I haven't like worked for someone else. And it, <laughs> it there's many ways where it, it amazes me how um, snowflake it's gotten. And then there's other yeah. places where it's like, this is the opposite of snowflake. How is this even like being tolerated? <laughs> Well, and, and and that's the thing. I'm I'm not tolerating it. Yeah. I'm I'm a certain age. I've worked in so many different fields, and I thought this would be just an easy paycheck. And I just find myself really pissed off and stressed. And I'm like, you know, there's other people here that have families and kids, and yeah. they can't afford to speak up. I can afford to speak up, so I'm 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 sure. waving my hands, going, "No, this isn't the fucking squid game here." Oh, that's good. Yeah. I used to raise my hand and speak up when I would had no no financial backing. At all. Well, <laughs> and that got me uh, fired a time or two. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's that. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, um, you know, well, nothing. There's really no connection here. A Wisconsin father and son accused of trying to hire a hitman to kill other son over a state plan. And these guys look like the brightest oh. bulbs that would be down at the corner. Uh, saloon, the corner shitty country bar. Uh, and uh, this is this is from the area where I grew up. This is a uh, county away, Green Lake, Wisconsin. I grew so up. So, can in you Pondelac. name some cities in Green Lake? I can't, I for the life of me, I can't figure out where this is. Green I, Lake, I can look it up. Yeah, <laughs> Green Lake is one of them. Um, oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, Berlin, I believe Berlin is in Green Lake County. Um, okay. There's not a lot in Green Lake County. There, there's like tiny, it's tiny towns. Fond du Lac is the closest and that's... Okay. It, Oshkosh is close. It's it's right off to uh, the left of, uh, out out west of Oshkosh and Fond du Lac. It's like straight gotcha. west. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. So yep. it's, it's you're kind of getting toward Milwaukee-ish, but not really. It's, not it's really. It's more toward the center. Of, more towards of the, the center. It's going towards the center of the state. Uh, By I the mean, Wisconsin Dells, maybe. Not quite. Um, it's like, it's about 20 miles out of Fond du Lac. So it's okay. not far at all. 
uh, Ripon. I think no, Ripon might be in Fond du Lac County. I don't know, but um, it's uh, it's a it's a tourist town. It's it's a small little high end community. Um, I don't know. I mean, it used to be. I don't know how much it is anymore. There used to be like Oprah had a house there. Uh, there's what? A, yeah, on the lake because it's a very secluded. It's not super uh, busy tourist community. Um, which makes it kind of nice. There's always been like a handful of nice restaurants there. There used to be a beautiful hotel there that closed down a couple of years ago, and I'm curious as to its current state called the Heidel House, and they had a really neat restaurant and everything. I don't know what it, if it's, I don't know what happened with it. I don't know, it closed down before COVID, and obviously it hasn't been a good time to reopen a hotel. Um, I think it's open. I'm looking at it right now. Is it? It was a really nice, fancy hotel. Um, Beautiful. I remember we had a few Christmas parties there um, years ago in radio. But anyway, that's kind of the the crux of the town. And then it's all like farm outside of it. But you've you've covered the story a little bit on uh, our other show, uh, Fear Thy Family, uh, on uh, the uh, or on, on my crazy family. And then that's extra bonus Fear Thy Family. Tell me about this story. Oh, my God. So so. There, here's the family. There's there's three guys. There's dad, and there's the two sons, and then there's grandpa. We don't know much about grandpa, but grandpa died, and grandpa had some property that he willed to one of the kids. Okay, so one of his grandkids. He didn't will it to his son. He didn't will it to the other grandkid, just to the one. So there must have been something going on where grandpa didn't care for his own son and the other grandson. So they decide, fuck this. We, you know, we want the money. We want the property. Um, they decide to plot to kill the other brother and, and they get caught. They did. <laughs> so what, what is up for grabs here? Do we ever hear like how much money is, is up for grabs on this one? Let me see. Um, I know I it the story that I had mm-hmm. it didn't give us a lot of detail it just talked about that there was some property yeah um according to the affidavit the intended victim is the primary beneficiary of the family estate and his father Joseph Hoppe was mad that he didn't get as much from the estate so he did get something but it wasn't wasn't nearly what the one grandchild got and then the interesting thing that he had mentioned was um fuck joe what happened to blood is thicker than water and the dad says no love here i have no love for this kid i don't even like claiming him as my son he's got to go no ifs ands buts or buts he's got to fucking go and this was to the hitman that he was talking to so they tried to hire a hitman hitman reportedly told the deputy he met with joseph and john hoppa i don't recognize the last name at all um, who allegedly offered him $20,000 and 20000 when he took him out. So he's willing to fork up forty grand. Yep. to have his son killed for yep. this. This must be a large amount of money in this. Well, you'd think so. I mean, I don't have $40,000 I can offer to to a hitman do you well you might have it lying around but i don't yeah i still wouldn't offer it to a hit no <laughs> it's, right? it's, it's kind of one of those hard rules in life i've like no hitman that we never we never put that into any equation <laughs> you know and do you venmo something like that how do you how do you 
<laughs> How do you do that? I would imagine you do it as off the record as you possibly can. Well, not always. <laughs> There's a lot of, I wonder how many, <laughs> you know, uh, Carol on some of our other shows, uh, she will, when, when we Venmo back and forth on some things, uh, she will write the craziest shit like oh, in yeah. the Venmo thing, you know, it's like 20 bucks or something. And it's like, uh, for the hit on, on, uh, herb or something. <laughs> I hope you have them set to private. Uh, I don't know that they are or not, but, uh, obviously, you know, but we, t- we've talked about this on the air. Um, and what's, uh, what, what's funny about uh, all that is I would imagine there's people who legitimately do that and, and have no, well, it's, it's private. No, it's not. It's really nothing's private. No, not, no, they can access this. I'm sorry that nothing is private. And, and, and Venmo, if you're, I don't know if you're aware of this yet, but Venmo now is trying to find ways of, of fee, giving you fees for everything, which mm-hmm. I would imagine they need to do because I didn't know for the longest time, how the fuck is this company making money? Because it's just like straight over transfers with no fees. Um, it all depends on what you're doing. If it's like friend to friend or something for something small or I don't know, I, I've sent, I don't know, I, we don't get fees and I pay you guys through that. Um, but I guess if it's um, not listed as like a item where there's sales tax, um, it will, it'll just transfer. But if it's, it's something that they view could be sales taxable or something, they tax you or they, they, they give you a fee on it. Um, so, well, yeah. How are they making money? So you don't get a fee on uh, calling hits on people, but you do if you say you sold them a vacuum. Oh, so, well, if you sell them the gun and you then be, ask them to kill. You got to be careful what you put in your Venmo description of what's it for, because Venmo will AI read that and the AI will either determine this is something you can put a fee on or not. So, <laughs> yeah. Love it. But yeah, these these two idiots in, in Green Lake, Wisconsin, they got caught. Um, so the other son is still alive, you know, and obviously Christmas is going to be quite lonely for him. You know, he's like, yeah. fuck, I've got all this property and my dad, my brother hate my guts and tried to have me killed. That would be, although when you look at the dad and the brother, they, I think you see these people and you're like, I want nothing to do with them. Yeah, not much of a loss there, I'm thinking. Is the dad wearing a toupee? I I hope so. Because it if, if it's natural hair, it's really bad. And the son's near bald. So I'm yeah, a, I, I don't know that the gene transferred over or what, but they, they just look like clueless idiots that they really do. And dad looks like he's not like there's a couple marbles that got loose. Oh, they both look like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. The son does too. He, he he's not quite as, mm, I, what would you call him? Um, really worn and put away, you know? Just, yeah. yeah. He, he looks like he's got some anger issues slightly. Yeah. <laughs> and, it looks like yeah. if you piss him off, he's going to, he's going to deck you. He's, yeah. he's going to fucking punch you. Yeah. You're not going to have any warning. He's going to get pissed and boom, smack. So what do you do uh, in a situation where you see somebody that has literally filed their teeth down? Oh, fucking hell, Tony. To to look like shark teeth. And you know what? There's a lot of people who do the tattoos on their face. I I always think it looks absolutely horrible and is probably the dumbest decision one could ever make. But this guy's tats 
are really bad. Like they're not good. Yeah. At, it looks like a like a clown did it. Like on because it's almost like a clown nose. No, you know what it looks like. I agree with you, but it, what it looks like is. Let's see. What's his, his name's Michael. It looks like Michael fell asleep before everybody else at the party and yes. someone had a Sharpie. That's exactly what it looks like. It looks almost fake, but I think this is, he did he paid this. money for that. You know, he did. I know they look kind of like jail tattoos too. Like, I wonder if he was in jail and like tattoo my face. And you know, this is the best that they could do at that moment in time. Ew. Yeah. He's, he is rough. And a couple weeks back, so the crux of this story is the the idiot had filed his teeth to make him look like fangs, not fangs, but they're sharp at the at the tips. Yeah, they it, it looks like shark teeth. Yes, and exactly. Then, and then it, it was done really shittily too because they're not even very even. No, yeah. no, not at all. And I I chipped a tooth two weeks ago. Um, speaking of a job you hate, I when my alarm went off and I had to work at this other job that I don't like. Yeah. I, I bit down really hard because it I that's how stressed this job makes me. Um, and I chipped my front tooth. And, and it fucking hurt. Yeah. I can't imagine intentionally filing your teeth down. No, I mean, there's nerves there after. Like, if you ever have, like, a, a tooth that, you know, some of the enamels kind of worn away on and you brush your teeth, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, it gets your attention, doesn't what it? What the hell would it be like filing your teeth? Like, this is... Mm-mm. Oh, God. This is taking place in... Uh, it's like connection to where Tony worked in Radio Day. Um, it really is. This is Genesee County, Michigan, which is near... Um, I'm the station voice of a station out there. Uh, Mount Pleasant, Michigan is... Oh. Uh, Isn't that where Dean Kane is from? Superman? I have no idea. I think so. All I know is my 104.3... <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. I've been on there for like, I don't know, 15 years. Uh, It's funny because they were like, it's our 15th. I was like reading copy the other day. It's like their 15th anniversary. I'm like, holy shit. I've been on there since it turned on the air. And I remember stations that were 15 years old years ago thinking, wow, they've been around for a while. (laughs) And in radio, that's a pretty good lifespan, quite honestly. Yeah, it is. It really (laughs) is, especially these days. But uh, local sheriff said that the suspect... Uh, is in Genesee County Jail after allegedly threatening to rip a woman's throat out with his filed-down teeth. Michael Barha, 36, is facing multiple felonies related to kidnapping, sexual assault, and other charges. According to the Genesee County Sheriff's Chris Swanson, on the week of Thanksgiving, Barha allegedly took a 20-year-old victim to a house, roped her to a bed, and locked the room. Sheriff Swanson said the suspect also screwed in windows to prevent the victim from escaping. So he, he premeditated this pretty well. Barha oh, yeah. allegedly trafficked the 20-year-old victim while she was tied to the bed. Sheriff Swanson said she attempted to escape three times. The third time, she was rescued at a local hospital after being treated by nurses on December 8th. After the victim gave a statement, uh, Ghost, G-H-O-S-T, was deployed to arrest Barha. Barha allegedly threatened the 20-year-old victim to bite her neck and rip her throat. If she did not do everything he said, according to other court documents, Barha is charged with one count of human trafficking, forced labor involving kidnapping, one count kidnapping, one count criminal sexual conduct in the first degree, one count possession of methamphetamine and ecstasy, one count of assault with a dangerous weapon, one count of weapons, a felony firearm, and one count of assault with intent to do great bodily harm. 
less than murder. Sheriff Swanson said grooming was a factor in the incident. So there was some, uh, she knew him and then he did this shit. Uh, Genesee County Sheriff Chris Swanson said the suspect is in jail now. $250,000 bond, $350,000 bond per charge. Barha is scheduled uh, to be in court for a probable cause conference on December 22nd. Um, So, yeah, you see this individual, you see everything about him, you know what he did. Why are we even keeping him around? It's just, I, I don't, I don't know I, what purpose does, you know, obviously we can't just, you know, we should, we people, should but. be able to. And I know that we kind of rely on the criminal uh, court or the uh, jail system to do the, the dirty work for us, but uh, it probably won't take very long with this guy. Although he does have the teeth to fight back, but they look kind of chipped. They yeah. He's armed. He looks, yeah, I don't, yeah. He's armed to the teeth. He literally is armed to the teeth. So. Ew. What I got a question, and what does this mean? Because okay, is trafficked being used in the term of did he rape her in the bed? Because it says he trafficked her in while she was tied up in the bed. Well, I think he had other people come oh, in and okay. assault her. I okay, I understand that now. Okay, that's what I because I I also did this story in Fear Thy Family, yeah. the other podcast. Um, he he brought multiple people in that that's, I think paid for sex okay. with her. That's that's what that means. Yeah, okay. so that's where that comes from. I was I was thinking completely different. Like she was like trafficking to me in my mind because I'm not super familiar with it. Other than you know I know it's there and it's horrible. Um, my 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 mind I was like oh they're they're trafficking moving people around, but yeah they could just be locked in the same spot forever and then they're trafficking people through to that person. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep, and this okay. that's what this piece of shit did to this woman. Which is probably what commonly happens. Probably a hell of a lot more risky for the predators to move people around. So that's that's is that how it normally works? I don't know how this fuck works, but I don't know. I mean it's I don't know. Anyway, it's just fucking horrible. Yeah, he needs to be gone. He needs to never see the light of day ever again. Prison system, do your magic. Genesee Please. County, Michigan, Michael Barha. 36, let your friends who are incarcerated know that have life sentences. They got nothing else to do on Tuesday. <laughs> there you God. go. Add it to the list. But yuck. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up uh, today's episode of True Crime Today. If you like the show, be sure to press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. So you don't miss any of our episodes and breaking news as it happens. You can also subscribe and get commercial free episodes, access to all of our shows. Uh, in their entirety, all commercial free. Do that through Apple Podcasts and try it for three days free right now. Until next time, for Stacey, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to True Crime Today. Oh.